Welcome back to the Athletes Agency International Podcast. I'm your host, Joseph Terry, and for today's episode, we switched it up and we brought a track athlete on, and I think you guys are really going to enjoy the conversation. Leah Belfield from New Zealand uh, just finished her freshman year at West Texas A&M, NCAA Division II program, and despite her freshman season ending early due to the pandemic, Leah still worked her way up to a ranking of 23rd in the nation for the 200-meter event and 25th in the nation for the 60-meter event. So I'm really excited for everyone to hear how Leah prepared herself for such a successful freshman year. So we'll go ahead and get started. Leah, are you there? I am, yeah. Awesome. Well, thank you for coming on to the Athletes Agency International Podcast. It's a pleasure to have you on as a guest today. Thank you for having me. Of course, of course. Um, well, we'll go ahead and just get started with the questions. Um, you know, we like to give you the chance today to share your journey uh, and how you got to the States and your experiences so far. And from what I've seen so far, it looks like you've done some great things. So I'm excited to hear uh, more about that. Um, to start out, can you just give us, you know, a brief, a brief background on yourself? When did you start uh, track and how did you get started and kind of just lead us up to um, everything to the point of, of where you decided to pursue uh, track in the States? Um, well, I started when I was 14, uh, kind of a lot later than most of the people I ran with. Mm -hmm. um, I was running at our school athletics day just on the grass track at our um, in our town and my coach was kind of running the day doing the timing and stuff like he usually did and after my races he came up to me and just asked if I wanted to join the track team which at the time was two other people um, <laughs> and he said I could go to the next nationals in a couple of months if I wanted to and see how it goes um, so I started off doing some trainings like only twice a week a Monday and a Thursday down at the local club and I started off with small meets, going to Hamilton, doing their club meets with about five people in the race, kind of just practicing, learning the ropes. And I felt very awkward at first, but I thought it was quite fun. Um, then I started going to bigger, kind of bigger competitions, getting a little bit more people over uh, at the Mount. And then I went to my first nationals in 2014. Didn't do very well, but I loved it. Um, carried on training. And the next year I went to my next nationals and actually won the one and 200 in the juniors, which nobody expected. And so after that, I decided to train a little more seriously. And I went to a few more nationals after that, the New Zealand secondary schools and um, a couple of Oceanias. And I just really loved it and decided that I wanted to seek a proper sprint coaching and a future in comp competing in the U.S. Awesome. No, I mean, wow. I mean, it sounds like for starting late, you accomplished so much in just that little time. And, you know, we even haven't began to start talking about uh, what you've accomplished in the States. So that's amazing. Hats off to you. Um, yeah, I mean, that that's awesome. And if you could tell us, you know, what, what may be – made you think about going over to the States? What, what triggered that? Um, it was actually a few people I knew from doing some kind of athlete camps, um, 
during the classic series and would stay together and go to the series together. And it was kind of like a, a few week thing. And um, I knew some people from there and some people around my, uh, my clubs in the city and they had actually used the same agency and gone over and they were loving it. They'd been there for one or two years. And so I started talking to them. I was following their journey over there and I thought, Hey, I really want to do that. And my coach, I loved him. He was, he took me in and helped me do everything, but he was actually a 3k kind of 800 meter coach. He'd never had a sprinter before. So he was kind of learning the ropes with me. We were learning together. And after that, it was, he kind of took me as far as he could and he was trying to learn more from other coaches, but I kind of wanted to have some more specific sprint coaching. And I just decided that the States would be really fun to go and get my degree and train and, you know, compete at the same time. Yeah, no, that's, that's, um, that's a really good journey to look into. And um, yeah, that's awesome. Uh, Now you start it late and you like track is, I mean, it's a very athletic sport. Were you playing any previous sports? Yeah, I grew up playing um, almost every sport but swimming and racket sports because okay. I wasn't very good at those. But, yeah, I did uh, rugby, sevens, netball, volleyball. I uh, rode horses, did equestrian, all that kind of stuff. Okay, nice. So, yeah, I always loved my sport and just decided to give track a go and kind of stuck. No, no, it's good. Uh, it's actually small world. I spent the past two years in Hamilton, um, but now, now, now oh, really? I've moved on. I'm in Germany, but yeah, I, I lived in Hamilton, played for Hamilton Wonders for a little bit, and that's how, you know, I got started with Athletes Agency, and um, I've been I've been with them for two years now, and it's been a blessing. It's it's great. I really enjoy the work. I like seeing, uh, you know, such great people that we place in universities and such yourself and you guys go on, you do great things. Um, moving on, you know, tell us about, you know, picking your school and where you ended up going. Um, well, I ended up going to West Texas A&M University. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's right in the top corner of Texas and kind of, it's a lot more rural, which I kind of loved because I was from a really rural place myself. and really small town didn't didn't really love the big cities that kind of made me nervous so mm-hmm. when I met um my coach on the call he was really nice and he gave me some um links to go and look at the school and it looked really lovely it was kind of rural lots of like they have a big agriculture um part in the university and it's like it's a big part of the school it's kind of how it, how it runs off and I really liked that and everybody seemed really lovely so that was where I went for that. Nice. Uh, and you, you mentioned agriculture. Is that what you chose to study as well? Or um, what did you choose to study? Uh, no, actually. Um, I'm doing a Bachelor of Science in Sports and Exercise Science. So I'm going into coaching. Awesome. Because uh, I figured, well, back at home, we don't really have that many sprint coaches. And if we do, they're kind of all spread out between the top and the bottom of the country. And it's kind of hard if you live kind of in the middle of nowhere, more rural, you don't really have access to that kind of coaching or those facilities. So I really want to um, be a coach and help more people have access to good coaching in the most, like the smaller areas rather than just the big cities. No, yeah, that's so a great mind. That's what I want. That's a great do. mindset. Um, and who, who was your agent from Athletes Agency that helped you through everything? Um, I started out with one and she ended up moving into a job in the States. So 
um Liesl Sheen is my agent now and I love her she's really supportive and she checks in all the time and yeah she's just really lovely yeah Liesl's great um really nice person and I'm, I'm new, I know you're in good hands with her um you know and talk about the benefits of working with Liesl and you know w- what things made it you know that much easier for you in this process Well, she kind of, she really helps me walk through everything. When we started, I kind of started a lot later than most people. I was over halfway through my last year um, in school and I decided I wanted to go over. And most people do this within like the last two, three years maybe. And so we really had to push through it and go really fast. But I had no idea what I had to do, no idea what I was doing. So she really helped walk us through it and gave us lots of advice. We had lots of calls and we actually went down to Wellington a few times um, to talk to them, which made it really easy. And it was a good trip down there. And she keeps checking in throughout my trip and seeing how I'm going. And she's just really supportive. And it's made my my um, journey a lot easier and gone a lot more smooth. And it's just, yeah, she's a lot. Of yeah, fun. I mean, uh, you know, Tell me how it might how it might feel for you as an athlete, and especially track where it, it, it's more of an individual sport. With my, you know, your mindset has to always be in the right place, uh, you know, for you to perform at the highest in your highest level possible. How important it is to have someone like Lisa or you know someone from Athletes Agency, you know, just knowing you know not you know not you don't have to talk to them every week or anything, but just knowing in the back of your mind that someone's there for support. Yeah, it was definitely really helpful um, having Liesl there, especially in my first few months being here. Um, Her and my parents were kind of just like, I would kind of talk to them and see how things were going. And when I didn't really know that many people very well, I didn't really have many people to talk to. So it was really nice knowing that they were there. Yeah, absolutely. That's great. Um, And so now at this point, you've picked West Texas A&M and you're arriving on mm-hmm. campus. What are your challenges? And uh, also talk to us about, you know, before you got to the States, what were your thoughts of how, you know, America would be, how Texas would be compared to when you actually got there? Well, really, I had no clue what I was walking into, but um, I was really excited, really, really nervous. I was definitely not ready for the heat mm-hmm. coming from winter. Um, it was about 38, 40 degrees every day. I had to walk around campus, try and find everything, get all my paperwork done. So yeah, it was a little bit scary, but um, everyone up there is really, really lovely. And I wasn't expecting everyone to be so nice and helpful. It's like a, it's next level. Everybody is just really lovely and they want to help you. They ask you questions about where you're from. They're just really interested about where you're, where you're from, what you're doing here and everything like that. So awesome. Yeah. So it sounds like the transition wasn't too bad for you then. No, it went really well actually. And even if you didn't really know anybody that they'd, they'd hear your voice and be like, Oh, where, where are you from? You should, do you need help with something? Like, where are you going? Do you need to know where this is? Do you need to know where that is? Do you want me to drive you somewhere? Have you got your stuff for your room? I can drive you to Walmart. Like, Yeah, so it sounds like you've had some practice with your Southern accent impersonation. Yeah, maybe. (laughs) (laughs) No, um, no, I can definitely see 
um, I'm, I'm from South Carolina. So the hospitality down South is really welcoming. Um, it's kind of hard yeah. to, you know, go into a situation and, you know, not, you know, not fit in, uh, it's, it's, you know, it's a free kind of environment. It's very nice. Um, so yeah. you're all settled in and now we're, you're going into your freshman campaign. Uh, talk us through adjusting to a normal week as a student athlete. Um, you know, tell us about your struggles of balancing the, the workload, you know, academically and athletically and what things, uh, might've helped you in that transition. Um, for me, balancing it, I don't think was as hard as I thought it was going to be, mostly because your freshman classes aren't like super full on, like you have, you can choose what number of hours you take and so you can choose kind of how heavy your course load is and how much you want to take and push yourself. So for me, I took just over, I didn't, I took 15 hours every semester, so I didn't have a huge amount of work to do, but I definitely definitely had enough to keep me busy um normal training week would train every day have the weekend off just for active recovery and rest would lift two to three times a week and for me it wasn't too bad I was kind of kind of doing that at home but they had slight different types of training that I had to get used to but most of my struggle was with the heat and training Mm -hmm. I was definitely not used to it being that hot and um I found it a lot harder to adjust to the heat and training and so I would get a lot more tired and find breathing a lot harder for the altitude as well because it's quite high here Mm -hmm. so every time we'd do anything over about 50 80 meters they'd call it the um the altitude cough that everyone would get so all the international students uh, after like a hard training you just hear everyone coughing because it was from (laughs) from the high altitude but yeah, it, it wasn't too bad. And everyone kind of helped you through it. If you didn't know anything, they'd teach you. And so, yeah, my team and my coach was really lovely. And they helped me helped me with that a lot. No, I, I can relate. I um, I started out at a school in Colorado for, oh, okay. for my first two and a half years. And, yeah, I mean, I, I heard about what the altitude could do to you. But I didn't actually really believe it. And then you get there and man, it's it's tough. That first run is those first few weeks are really tough. Yeah. <laughs> but once you get adjusted and then you go back to sea level, you feel like you can run forever. So um, yeah. yeah, I mean, uh, I'm about to I'm about to brag about you for a little bit. So I hope that's okay. I'm okay. gonna have the list up. <laughs> you had such a big um I mean you did obviously didn't get to finish your freshman campaign, but you in the time that you did compete, you, you accomplished quite a bit. And I think the people should know about it. So I'll, here I go. This is just your indoor season so far. <laughs> you're, you're, you finished out with the ranking of 23rd in the nation for NCAA Division Two, And you're 200 meters and then 25th in your 60-meter dash. I mean, that's, that's pretty, pretty big there. You were named the Lone Star Conference Women's Track Athlete of the Year. You won the 60 meter dash at the LSC championships in a personal best time of 7.6. You finished second in this uh, 200 meter in a personal best time of 24.46. And that's also the seventh fastest time in program history. Then you went on to run a leg on the uh, four by 400 meter relay and you ran a seasonal best of uh, 3.46, three minutes, 46 uh, and 94 seconds. And you finished second. At the, that was at the Boston University last chance. 
Um, I'm still going. You still did more. Uh, you win. You won the 60 meter dash at the Power Five, uh, and that's that's at Adams State, correct? Yeah. yeah, I played. I played at that school. Um, I know what that's like. Oh, and really? Now they're in the same conference as my my school, so I know okay. I know what it's like to be up there. And you're even going to a higher altitude from Denver, yeah. so it's it, quite a difficult day. So for you to go and step into that and perform how you did, that's amazing. Um, and then what did I, did I recently see? I thought I recently saw you got uh, female athlete of the year. Yeah, freshman of the year. Wow, amazing. So you did all those great things. Um, you were obviously very well prepared. Uh, talk us through your preparation uh, going into your freshman campaign. Well, uh, we started with our off-season training, which I struggled a lot more with, with all the long distance. We kind of, we didn't train in separate groups when we first got there. We all trained in one big group together. We did Texas hill runs which for me was like you were running on flat ground because from where I'm from it's hills everywhere mm -hmm. so when they said hill runs I was like oh my gosh this is going to be hard we got there and I don't even think it was a rise in the ground it was quite funny <laughs> but they were still quite hard because it was like dirt and it was really really hot um then after that we split into our groups went more specific and it was great I had um my group of sprinters is a lot more senior than I am. Most of them were on their last or their second to last year. So they kind of helped me through it. And I was the only new one. So they helped me and um, taught me everything. We all did our reps together. So it helped push us along. Um, we had a lot of preparation events that we went to, kind of traveling every weekend. And that definitely helped with my confidence in the 60. I'd never done a 60 before. So my first one, I was very nervous. Oh, wow. Um, yeah so um it was really fun but I started to get a bit frustrated because I had four races in a row that were exactly 760 and I was just wanting to break it but um yeah it was it was really fun and the preparation leading up to it was just as fun as the competing and I just really enjoyed it no that's awesome um and you know stepping into the season did you did you have those individual goals in mind did you were you chasing after rank get you know maybe getting ranked in the top 30 or was that just kind of a result of hard work and kind of just focusing on one race at a time I really had no huge expectations I had no idea what I was gonna what was gonna happen in that season um well when I got there and we did our first lot of testing in the 30 40 meters I had already gotten a lot faster at just in that and I was kind of excited for the season because if I would just got faster in 30 meters imagine what it's going to be like in a 60 100 and I was just yeah I was really excited um yeah uh, I don't know <laughs> yeah no that's good um and then, you know, moving, you know, keeping it on as individual goals. What about your team goals? What kind of stuff um, does your coach, did your coaching staff have in mind for that as a, pro as a um, team as a whole? As a team, we we're first working towards conference championships. Our men's team have won a few. They've come runner up quite a few, but our women's team have won seven straight Lone Star Conference championships in a row mm -hmm. um, with the last one being our seventh one. And so, that's kind of our goal every time is to push and to just win that conference and move on and tr like try and win a nationals. So awesome. Yeah. Well, no, I mean, it, obviously uh, on the, you know, on the track, you've definitely 
settled in really well. Uh, you did a lot of good things. And it's, a, it's a, you know, it's a shame that your season had to get cut short. But, you know, luckily for you, you got three seasons ahead of you. Or, uh, well, well you, you will get the eligibility, uh, the extra eligibility here, correct? Yes. Yeah. Awesome. Well, I mean, yeah, so even more for you. And that's, so we're all excited to see what you do there. Um, speaking about West Texas A&M, it's a, you know, division two school in Texas. Um, what, what are the facilities like? Obviously, uh, for many that might be listening, um, there's always the misconception about, the uh, you know, the facilities compared to D2, the D1, but they're in the, you know, fact of matters is some schools can hang, uh, that are in the division two with their facilities. So what are they like at West Texas? Um, definitely. We have really good facilities, actually. And the school just built a brand new football stadium. When I got there, it was still kind of being developed. And within a month, it was up and built and it was ready. And I'd say it probably looks better than a couple of D1 ones, definitely. Oh, wow. um, we don't have an indoor track, but we we make do. Um, when it snows, we kind of just do bike. We do circuits indoor. You know, it's it's not bad. But I really didn't think it would snow in Texas. I did not know that before I came here. But here we are. It snows a lot. Um, yeah, well, we don't have an indoor track, but we have weight rooms. We have the pools. We have the bikes. Everything indoor that we really need. Um, our classrooms and everything, they're, they're, just, they're really nice. We have a really lovely campus. It's quite beautiful. Awesome. And um, so now you, you've talked a little bit about facilities, but what's your favorite thing about the university? Uh, my favorite thing is probably that it's not too big. So you kind of, it's not like you know everybody because it's still big really, but it's not huge. You don't get lost and you get to know a lot of people quite well and the professors as well. Your class sizes aren't massive. So if you need to talk to your professors, if you need their help or something, they're happy to help you and you can talk to them after classes and you get to know a lot you get to know people a lot more personally than if it was just a huge campus, you know? Correct. Yeah. And everyone's really, really nice. So. Mm -hmm. No, I had the, you know, a similar experience as well. My first school was a very small school in Colorado. Um, mm -hmm. And yeah, you, you pretty much knew everybody for the most part and you could talk to your professors if you ever needed help. But then when I transferred and I went to a bigger school, it was a bit of an adjustment for me because uh, you know, we had lectures of, you know, a hundred students. And then you, you don't even know who you're, you know, you never really get to speak to your professor. You have a TA and there's, there's good thing, good sides to both. But uh, sometimes when, when we look at the small schools, uh, those are, those are benefits that are maybe overlooked. So I always found that it was really nice to have that option when I was going to a smaller school um, to, you know, have that kind of relationship. Um, yeah, definitely. No, that's awesome. Well, obviously, you know, you, you do have a long ways to your end of your experience, but you know, what are, what are, where do you see yourself? Um, you know, where do you see going after uh, your four years? I'm not really sure if I want to stay in the States or go back home to work. I haven't really quite figured that out yet, but definitely coaching. I'm just, I'm really excited to get into coaching and like carry on doing all the sports that I love and being able to help others kind of, you know, move towards their goals and yeah, just kind of get better. No, that's awesome. That's really cool. Um, yeah. It's always good to, you know, take what you've learned 
during your time and you can turn it back in and almost get kind of give back to the sport is what coaching feels like to me. Um, so, yeah. you know, that's really good of you to, you know, kind of know what you want to do. Cause I know for sure I was a bit more hectic. Um, I, I had no clue what I wanted to do. So, uh, but <laughs> you, you'll fit, you always figure it out. Um, no, all, all really good things. And, you know, we're, we're kind of coming to an end here. I have four last things for you. Um, and it's kind okay. of to give, you know, advice or, um, you know, people who might be thinking about this pathway. So if you were to talk to an athlete who might be interested in going to the States uh, to pursue whatever sport it may be, maybe it was just say track for your sake. Um, you know, what advice, what piece of advice would you give them? I would definitely say just to go for it and take a chance. If you love it, you love it. Some people come over and they might not like it as much. They might miss home and go back. But majority I've heard, everybody loves it. They have the best time ever. So it's their best four years. They get to have their degree, you know, most of the time on scholarship. So you get your school paid for while training, doing what you love. You meet lots of new people. I just think it's a really great experience. And I know personally, I've grown a lot as a person. I used to be very, very shy, would not like to walk into a shop and ask people for something. But now I like talking to new people. I'm a lot more out there and confident than I was. And I'm just really loving my experience. So um, to anyone that wants to come over, I'd say go for it, look into it and choose a, choose a school, not by how good they are on paper, but by how like well you get along with your coach when you talk to them what the campus is like and everything like that. Just find something that suits you the best. And yeah, I think it's a really good experience for anyone to go and look into. No, well said, really well said. Um, and, you know, looking back, you know, from the little time that you've done so far, is there anything you might've changed or are you pretty, like, pretty happy with, I mean, you had a great season, but is there anything that you might've changed? No, I'm I'm really happy with how my transition went coming to WT and my season. My teammates and my coach, I think, are just the best ones I could ever have. And they're just really nice. And they've definitely helped me a lot through getting here and my journey and just kind of um, encouraging me as well. And, yeah, my transition's been really good. Awesome. No. Uh, and what's your what's your favorite thing about Athletes Agency? I love that they kind of follow your journey all the way through. They don't just stop when you get there. They don't just help you get there and then that's it. They um, encourage you. They ask you how you're going. They're kind of like a support system and they help you through your entire journey until you graduate. So I think I love that and everybody is really encouraging. And I love seeing all the posts on Facebook and stuff of every, every athlete that's signing and that's doing well, their GPAs, how they're going there like competitions, conference championships. It's just really good to see. Yeah, it's always good for us to, um, you know, kind of keep it as a, as a close-knit, uh, personalized uh, kind of feel. And, um, you know, we find that through that personalized approach, it gives you guys a chance to have more success in whatever sport you're doing. So, um, obviously, that's kind of – it's gone like that for you. you. You've done really well so far. Um, lastly – this would be what we call your America starter pack. What, you know, now you're in, you're in a cold climate during the winter and then a hot climate as well. You know, what are some essentials that you would tell someone to bring? Definitely a variation of clothing. <laughs> um, yeah. Um, for me, 
I would start with a very good pillow. You know, when you come over and you're kind of like, well, we'll just go to Walmart, get everything quickly for your dorm. Don't skip out on a good pillow. You kind of need one of those. Mm. Um, a second thing would be good walking shoes because when you get here, you don't have a car. You need to kind of like figure things out, see where things are, look for what's like what's on campus, figure everything out, and you kind of need a good pair of walking shoes for that. Um, another thing, probably photos from home that you can put around your room and stuff, kind of just you know, make it a little more homey and definitely uh, just be willing to learn, try new things and meet new people because that'll make your experience a lot better. And yeah, you'll just, you'll get the most out of your experience and you'll have a lot more fun if you're like that. Awesome. Yeah. It's important to keep an open mind. It's kind of a, um, a, a big message that we like to pass on to our athletes. Otherwise, uh, you know, you you might look over a West Texas A&M or you might look over some opportunity. If you didn't have an open mind, then you, you know, you would never have had the season that you've had. So, um, you know, you've done really well. Yeah, uh, we're all really proud of your accomplishments so far. And we look forward to, uh, you know, your future seasons and years at West Texas and onwards. Um, you know, I want to thank you today for coming on, taking the time out of your day to speak with me. Um, you know, you're from what I can tell from our conversation, uh, you know, you're really, you're a really humble person and you have a really good work ethic and it's obviously shown, uh, on the track. So yeah, thank you for coming on and, um, you know, stay, you know, stay healthy and, um, you know, ho hopefully we'll see more of you in the future. Thank you so much for having me. It was, it was really fun. Wow. An amazing story from Leah. I think she's a perfect example of how taking one practice at a time, one run at a time, or one track meet at a time can go a long way. With that method, she showed determination to always be better than her last run, and in doing so, that landed herself among some of the top runners in the nation. Everyone at Athletes Agency is very proud of her and all of her accomplishments, and we look forward and know she's going to go on to uh, do great things and continue to climb up the ladder. So thank you to Leah for taking the time to come on today. And thank you to all of you for tuning in. And as usual, please follow us on social media. You can find us on Instagram at Aussie Athletes Agency and at Kiwi Athletes Agency. And also please do go follow the Athletes Agency International Podcast on Spotify. Till next time.